This is TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And I want to let you know that the State of the Saints podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Over 2 million men worldwide have joined the movement for all their below-the-waist needs. Engineers for the last 18 months have perfected the greatest hair trimmer ever created, the Lawnmower 3.0. The third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. You can choose the Lawnmower 3.0 as well as other items by going to manscaped.com and you can also save 20% by using the promo code State of Saints. That's manscaped.com. Use the promo code State of Saints and save 20% on the Lawnmower 3.0 as well as other Manscaped items. That's manscaped.com. Man, do we forget. Working on Norman. There's Kleiner. Finally gets into the fun here in the fourth quarter. He's down to the six. Got the clock with the decision to run the football. Breeze, pass, caught, touchdown, Hill. was completely lost in coverage on that one. Breeze. Kamara. Touchdown! After a juggle. Alvin Kamara, a rookie. Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, and I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And welcome to the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. And on this edition, you know, it's not going to be too much hooping and hollering from yours truly, man. I just want to talk to the Who That Nation here today, tonight morning, whatever you're watching this podcast. I just want to talk to you, member of the Who That Nation or a fan of the National Football League, because I, I, I have to ask this question. What is going on with the Who That Nation? And what is this disrespect when it comes to quarterback Drew Brees? Now, I don't want anybody to think that this show is me saying that I want Drew Brees to come back for another season. If you've been following the State of the Saints podcast, you already know. I don't want Drew Brees to come back for another season. I would prefer for Drew Brees to retire. But there are so many members of the Who That Nation that have jumped completely out of the window. I mean, 
they didn't even put their foot on the ledge. I mean, the window was wide open, and they just put like a, a, a Olympic sprint into it, and they just jumped clean out of the window. With some of the things that I'm hearing and seeing people say about Drew Brees, I'm seeing people talk about F Drew Brees. I'm seeing people talk about Drew Brees F'd up the season. This, this is stuff that, that, that people have been saying about Drew Brees, right? And I just have, I just have to wonder why. You know what I'm saying? I just want to know why. And I get a lot of people are frustrated four straight years, four successful seasons, and no Super Bowl to choose from. The Super Bowl champion is inside of the same division as the New Orleans Saints, a division that the Saints won. But I'm opening up the floor with comments, and I want somebody to explain to me what is the issue that you have with Drew Brees? What is it about him that you can just completely jump out the window and say just such disrespectful things about this guy, man? And before I read some of the comments, I must say, and I don't care if I step on anybody's toes because it needs to be said. I've been following the Saints my whole entire life. I'm going to say 30 years because that's as far as as I can remember. The New Orleans Saints fan base are one of the most fickle fan bases I've ever seen in my entire life. I have never seen a fan base that has so much conditional love. I didn't say unconditional. I said conditional. I've never seen a fan base have so much conditional love towards football players. I've never seen a, a, a fan base that looks at a guy one year just be a world beater, be a, a, a world beater the second year, have some injuries the third year, and all of a sudden they suck. I've never seen a fan base that love a person on first down and hate them on second down. I've never seen a, a fan base that pushes a guy out of the door that's an all-pro and a pro boat. I never understood how a person can watch football and just say with their whole entire chest that a guy's a scrub because they've been dealing with nagging injuries throughout the season. This is the kind of stuff that really irks my nerves. Now, if you have an issue with a player, inconsistent play, I mean, the not turning a corner, have all the potential and not living up to it, cool. But when you actually literally see a guy perform at a high level and yet you still can fix your lip to say, F this guy, get this guy up out of here because they're having a bad game or they're having a bad season. I have to say, man, fickle. Fickle, man. This this straight up fickle. Look, my, my criticism of Drew Brees was never about him as a quarterback, ever, okay? It was never about that. If he was playing bad, I'm going to say that he was playing bad. If Drew Brees wasn't playing up to Drew Brees' form, I'm going to say he wasn't playing up to Drew Brees' form. But to say the dude sucked, to say the dude screwed everything up for the for us as a, as a fan base, like, are you kidding me? Drew Brees can, Drew Brees can screw up. Because I put it like this. For the times that you think that Drew Brees is screwed up, 
Drew Brees has carried this franchise on his back as many times as you can say that he screwed up. Straight up, man. There was a time when Drew Brees was the is-all <laughs> and the be-all of the New Orleans Saints. Maybe y'all forgot about that. Maybe, you know, a lot of things going on in the world. We live in a microwavable world. Uh, you know what I'm saying? News after news cycle after news cycle after news cycle. And we tend to forget these type of things. But this guy was the franchise. And, you know, people will say, well, the Saints were set back due to the fact that Drew Brees was taking up the majority of the salary cap. Well, let me let me riddle me this. OK, how is it that the New Orleans Saints towards the twilight of Drew Brees' career can go out there and get top notch coaches? Can go out there and get top notch GMs, good assistant GMs, good front office. But yet our gripe when Drew Brees was in his prime was Drew Brees was taking up the majority of salary cap. Well, where was the front office that was building a team around this guy? Because I guarantee you, if Drew Brees was in his prime and he had this team, we'll probably have two or three Super Bowls by now. All I'm saying is, let's not forget, all right? You can be upset, but let's not forget the things that this guy has done for this organization. I'm seeing a lot of negative energy out here, man. I got to say, I'm just wondering to myself, like, how can anybody fix their lips to really just sit out here and just throw salt on this man? Straight up. Like, if you're upset about the playoffs, cool. I think a lot of people are. But to say some of the things that I've been seeing, man, I'm very disappointed in some members of the Who That Nation. Now, I could read some of them, but I don't want to embarrass anybody. That's not what I'm here for. But for those that are on my Facebook page, the State of the Saints podcast, check them out. That's all I got to say, man. That's, that's my opening statement, and I'm going to just leave it at that. Let's not forget, okay? In your anger, let's not forget who put the New Orleans Saints on the map. And, you know, you know, I thought about this for a second. You know, I thought about this, and maybe I'm I'm coming at some of you all too harsh because some of you probably all you remember is the Saints being successful or the Saints being legitimate in the National Football League. Because if you think about it, Drew Brees has been a Saints quarterback for 15 years, right? So let's just say, for example, if you start watching Saints football when you're a 10. You're a 25-year-old man right now, and all you remember is the Saints doing big things, right? You know what I'm saying? The Saints being a potential playoff contender, a, a, a potential Super Bowl contender. That's all you remember. But as for me, man, I remember when the Saints suck. I remember when nobody wanted to say that they were a Saints fan. I remember when people used to design bags to put on their heads in humiliation because they know the inevitable was going to happen on Sundays. So I can have an appreciation for what Drew Brees has done to this organization because I know where this organization has been. I've seen the highs, the lows, and the in-betweens. So, like I said, let's not forget, man. Michael says, to be fair, I've seen any fans in most every fan base. There are idiots everywhere. And this is not just exclusive to our fan base. Michael, you, you, you are absolutely right, right? You're absolutely right. There, there are idiots in every fan base, right? 
Let, we, we can be fair. But this is the State of the Saints podcast, right? You don't come to the State of the Saints podcast to hear about the Philadelphia Eagles, which that's a whole nother story, right? Doug Peterson leads your team to their first ever NFL championship, and all of a sudden you fire him? Really? You know, I mean, look, I mean, you, you can talk about the Dallas Cowboys fans being in denial all these years. Still think they're going to win the Super Bowl after 26 years of irre- irrelevancy. You can talk about that, but this is the State of the Saints podcast. And I, I have to say, man, may, like I said, maybe I'm going at Saints fans a little bit too harshly because some of you, all you remember is success. If you're not over the age of, I, I have to say, you know what I'm saying, 25, you know what I'm saying? You probably don't remember the Saints uh, being at their lowest. And maybe, you know what I'm saying, if you were around seven or eight, man, you was around there playing around with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys or something. Like, so maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh to some of the younger fans out there. And maybe that's, a run of, that's one of the reasons why I'm seeing all this type of stuff on social media, because most of this stuff is coming from fans that didn't remember the Saints when they when they think. So I don't know. Man, Bree's been a liability to this team three years ago. He should have been retired. Does that give you does that give people a right to talk about how this man, you know, what I'm saying that this man like never like people are talking like this man never did nothing for this team. This man, they act like this guy Stony Case, a Danny Wolfe or something, a Scott Mitchell. Like, what are we talking about here? This guy's going to the Hall of Fame as soon as he decides to hang up his cleats. Like I said, you could be frustrated about the last three years like Jesse is right here, man. But I'm seeing people, man, just going like going straight eight. You know what? On Drew Brees, I'm like, what is going on here, man? Uh, TJ, they don't understand football. I, I, th- I think they don't, man. You know, I, I don't think some people really understand football. And I, I'm not here to like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, some people watch football differently from us. Some of us sit down and. And we analyze certain things and we see why certain plays or certain transactions happen. And some people just, like I said, their, their, their love for a team is just conditional. You know what I'm saying? Based on what they can do for them. Hey, TJ, they showing fake love to Drew Brees. He gave uh, us his all. Uh, you got to stop being disrespectful. Yeah. Look, he did give us his all. This guy legitimized this franchise, whether people want to admit it or not, whether you're mad at the playoff performance or not. You would not look, you would not be able to hold your head up high as a Saints fan if, if, if it wasn't for Drew Brees. And I just I don't know, man. You know, like I said, you can criticize the play, right? If you have a bad game, we eight and we go on here and be like, man, Drew should have played better. Cool. But some people just acting like this man just straight slow. I'm like, what, what, what are we doing? So sad to hear such negative comments from the greatest quarterback with so many records. Love the Saints. Yeah, awful. Uh, he needs to make his decision ASAP. There's no logical reason for Drew hate. Uh, he's a great man and true Hall of Fame. He's earned the right to uh, go home and retire. Shavondra, I'm I, look, you're absolutely right. But here's the thing. Here's the caveat where people are like, are not really fully understanding. See, People are feeling like just because we don't know what's going on, that the organization don't know what's going on. Like, I hope that we are not. I hope we don't believe that the organization tells us every single thing. I hope that we all don't think that if it don't come out in the news, then it never happened. 
trust and believe like Drew Brees is going to tell the Saints organization before we even find out. I mean, who's to say? He probably already told them that. I mean, that is a, a, a little like, – what, what people aren't understanding, and maybe I got to read um, the contract verbiage, but even though Drew Brees took that pay cut, Drew Brees is still on the Saints book to June the 1st, right? So maybe there's something in a contract that says if Drew retires before that time, then the Saints can take a cap hit. Anybody ever thought about that? Anybody ever thought that maybe Drew Brees is holding off his announcement because it's for the betterment of the team? He already took a pay cut, which showed you that he is doing what's in the betterment of the team, right? He took a $23 million pay cut. So with that, you know what I'm saying, it freed up a lot of cap space. So who's to say in a contract, if Drew Brees says, well, I'm just going to take this pay cut and retire, who's to say in a contract if he retires before June 1st, that the Saints won't take that, that cap hit. The same cap hit that he just, he said that he wanted to take a pay cut for. So we got to be careful what we, what we wish for, man. So that could be an issue right there. Maybe they already know that he's going to retire. They just have an announcement yet, announced it yet officially because they're trying to do the right thing or they're trying to, you know, protect the team. That that There was something in that contract, if I'm not mistaken, that said that. Said that. So... I could be wrong, man, but I think that has something to do with it. We have one of the better teams in the NFL and one of the of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yep. And, you know, like I said, there are brighter days ahead. You know, I, I just feel like if the Saints get, you know, a quarterback in here that can, you know, do some damage, you know what I'm saying, that can go out here, that can put on some, some performances, uh, don't just, you know, make the team just implode. But, you know, just go out there and do an admirable job. You know, I think that this team has what it takes to go to the Super Bowl. I, I really do. You know, I, I do really feel like they are missing a downfield threat. You know, like I just feel like they they keep defenses too honest, you know. But and, and you're playing close to the line of scrimmage. You're playing the sticks. But if you have a, a quarterback that can get that ball down the field, uh, I think that you'll see the Saints actually do more things. That, that's my honest opinion. Uh, they didn't forget about it. Uh, they just don't know because bandwagon fans. Uh, I don't look. I don't know exactly about bandwagon fans. Look, I, look, look. Bandwagon fans are Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. You know what I'm saying? Like I would consider that being a bandwagon fan. No disrespect, uh, Alex. I, I know that you're a Buccaneers fan. I appreciate you being on the show. But I'm talking about that, like. Tom Brady comes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for one year, and all of a sudden the Bucs fans just hopping up out the trees. They're coming from under the, the, this desk here. They're coming from over there. They're coming from, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that's fair weather. But if you like a Patriot fan and say, I've been a Patriot fan since Tom Brady got there, that's 20 years, right? That's 20 years. So I can accept that. If somebody say, I've been a, I've been a Saints fan since Drew Brees got there, that's 15 years. That's not fair weather. 15 years is not that's not being a fair weather fan. Now, that's that's that that's a completely different definition to me, right? You know what I'm saying? I, I just feel like I, I can respect the person if they say, okay, I've been rocking with the Saints since 06. That's fit that's 15 NFL seasons. 15. So I can accept that. Who that uh black and gold, I believe. Shout out to the Who That Nation family. Some of these fools ain't really Saints fans. 
I think they really are Saints fans. I just I just think that their love is 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 conditional. It's conditional. Drew says, why would Saints fans make joke about Tiger Woods and Drew Brees? That's just sick. Drews, I, I really don't understand that. And that's kind of like where this whole show topic actually came from. You know, I've seen people, you know, talking about Tiger Woods, uh, you know, because, you know, according to sources, they say that Tiger Woods was running late. He was supposed to be playing golf with quarterback of the Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert and Drew Brees. And like people were just making like just like terrible comments, man, talking about like stuff like Drew Brees stopping, you know, Tiger Woods from greatness and um, Drew Brees holding another person back. Like how sick are you? Like how sick in the head are you that you can make a joke about something like that? Here we see a guy who is arguably the greatest golfer of all time. Car turns over. This guy has to get a rod in his leg. He has to get several surgeries on his leg to try to repair it. You don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like this guy could have possibly got his leg amputated, could have actually died. And, and that's that's the problem that I have here with a lot of people. Like we don't take nothing serious no more. Like everything don't have to require a joke and everything don't have to require clout. Like why are we why are we always got to be searching for clout and trying to search for, for likes and retweets? All stupidity, man. All I got to say, if anybody is out there making jokes about something like that, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I'm serious, man. Like, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Regardless, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of what type of reservations you have about Drew Brees or, you know what I'm saying, or, or how you feel about the season, you know, like, th- that wasn't the time to be a joke. That It wasn't the time for that type of joke to take place, and you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Straight up, man, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And probably some of you probably looking at it right now, probably saying, man, you know, man, whatever, whatever. But that's just that's just the world we live in, man. People, you know what I'm saying, always just trying to search for a uh, search for clout. Searching for clout, searching for relevancy. Instead of them, you know what I'm saying, really going out here trying to apply themselves. It's rather they're trying to spend most of their time trying to hate on somebody. Or they trying to trying to, you know, build, build off somebody, you know what I'm saying, somebody else. But that's the type of energy that we don't need, man. I, I'm all for fun and games and I'm all for jokes, but that was just wasn't the time to do it. And like I said, I just don't understand, like, just this whole Drew Brees slander. A lot of sick people in this world, man. A lot of sick folk. TJ, is it possible for Drew to make it the announcements of retirement or wait till June to file the retirement paperwork? Jeffrey, uh, that's, that's the thing right now. I'm not sure. All I, all I can remember is, I can remember, uh, I don't know if it was Nick Underhill that was on the show or maybe I was watching Nick Underhill's show. And somebody said something about, you know, the contract verbiage. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he doesn't come out because, uh, you know, you know, the deadline being June 1st and maybe he has to hold off on it uh, because if he announces retirement, maybe the Saints going to have to pay back some money. I don't know. I don't, don't like don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just assuming right now that that could be a possibility. And that could be one of the reasons why he didn't come out and make his announcement just yet. Or he could easily, you know, once they figured it out, you know, contractually, maybe he will come out. But think about this, folks. Would you want Drew Brees to wait to June 1st to come and announce his retirement when you know that it can save the Saints a lot of money, which the topic of the conversation over the last few weeks has been the Saints uh, cap salary issues, right? Salary cap issues. That's been the topic of conversation. Would you prefer for him to wait so he can save the Saints some money? 
or hurry up and, and try to appease everybody that's waiting because, you know, everybody's so impatient and they end up taking a cap hit. Which one would you want? I want them to wait. It's not hurting me to wait. It's not because I know for a fact the Saints organization is going to know way before he does make his decision. We may not know, and we probably sitting here sweating, but the Saints not sweating. They making decisions behind the scenes, and that I can't respect. I appreciate all Drew Brees has done for the Saints in the end. The team as a whole win championship, especially defense, but the NFL is the entertainment business, and Brady has been the star for over 20 years now. Yeah, Kazara, that, that is absolutely true. You know, uh, it's definitely an entertainment business. Not going to lie to you. You know what I'm saying? Looking at some of the things that I, I see, I wonder. You know, I'm wondering what I'm watching here. I'm wondering if it's legit <laughs> sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm a conspiracy theorist myself, man. Y'all know about me as some of you have been watching the State of the Saints podcast for a while. I believe, uh, you know what I'm saying, I believe that the, the Kennedy assassination was a conspiracy. Uh, Martin Luther King assassination was a conspiracy. You know, I think there's some conspiracies going on, you know what I'm saying, around some of the things that we actually believe. But I don't know, man. You know, I, I just, you know, I love football. You know what I'm saying? I, I like, I mean, I love the Saints. I love football as a whole, but wouldn't it be something that we just found out that is all is just all just a show, like read? Like, would you even want to watch football if you found that out? I don't think we would, right? He can announce his retirement and the Saints can uh designate uh uh for June 1st. Okay. Well, if that's the case, Shelton, then maybe you know what I'm saying they setting things up already. But if he if he can't, then I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for him waiting because I, I think the Saints need the money. Uh, sometimes the worst part of people is their mouths, TJ. People saying uh, dumb, super stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, Ghostface, thank you very much for the $5, man. I appreciate that. Thank you for everybody that donate to the State of the Saints podcast. I, I appreciate that, man. Thank you all so much. All those that uh, donate uh, through the Super Chats uh, throughout the show, making the show uh, what it is. Thank you all for those that supported uh, through the sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast manscaped uh manscaped.com check it out uh use the promo code state of saints uh and, and purchase uh some products through manscaped man i would really appreciate that rj says y'all some sick fools talking about drew Brees and tiger woods said that man almost died i don't think two people too much care about that no more man uh what be uh killing most fans is sean payton uh sinking the whole ship uh, when Drew is struggling instead of making an in-game quarterback change, but the bashing of Drew is going too far. Uh, look, they're not going to pull. Look, <laughs> Dre, I hate to say it, man. You're not going to pull Drew Brees. You're not, not going to pull Drew Brees. You don't pull the great ones. It is just, no, man. I, I don't never, ever remember Bill Walsh pulling Joe Montana for having a bad game. I never remember Belichick, as stubborn and petty as he is, pulling Tom Brady from a game if he's struggling. You know what I'm saying? I, I've never really seen, like, some of the greats, like Don Shula, pull a damn Marino. You don't do it, man. You know what I'm saying? You go with the motions because those guys are going to win you more games than you lose. And I, I just feel like, do Drew Brees have, like, you know what I'm saying, some limitations at this stage? Absolutely, man. But 
we we learned, man, that that Sean Payton is a loyal coach, man. That's that's what he is. He's loyal. And the look, the things that we love about Sean Payton is the things that we hate. I'm gonna say that again. The things that we love about Sean Payton are the things that we hate about Sean Payton. His loyalty to his team, his loyalty to players, his his ability to wait and hope that these players turn a corner instead of just cutting them because he believes that those guys are going to win more games than they're going to lose them. And I'll give you an example. You know, like we, we criticizing Will Lutz this season. We criticize him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, justifiably so. His rookie season, he he was cooking, kicking around the same way. He was, I mean, he was missing field goals. He was hitting the crossbar. We wonder, man, what the heck is going on here, man? He's saying all these different things. And at the beginning of the season, you know, he's talking about Will Lutz. You know, he, he's supposed to be really good. And, you know, it was between him and Justin Tucker out there in Baltimore. And I mean, we're like, what are you seeing that we ain't seeing? And then a few years later, Will Lutz got the nickname Will Clutch and got a, a big contract. Uh, considered that he's a kicker, you know what I'm saying? From a kicker standpoint, it was a pretty big contract. So he trusts the process, man. And I just think that we, as fans, our lease is so short because we want to win so bad, man. We want to feel like winners so bad, you know, and I get it. But look, I can't knock him for being loyal to, you know, to a team. I can't knock him for being loyal to players. Because you have to look at the fact that there are other players in the locker room that's looking at that. Uh, I'm not stressing about it, TJ, because whatever's going to happen is going to happen, uh, whether we like it or not. But I'm going to still ride hard for my squad. Yeah, I mean, look, Drew Brees, I love him. I appreciate what he did for this, the city of New Orleans, state of Louisiana, Saints organization. But I'm going to be a Saints fan after he gone, I was a Saints fan before he got there. So regardless, you know, I'm still going to rock with him. Hello, who that? What's going on, Stephanie? Uh, Keith says, uh, Fred Hampton was murked, well, assassinated. Yeah, man. Fre- uh, yeah, uh, Fred Hampton, man. Rest in peace to him. Uh, uh, for some of you that didn't check out the movie, Judas and the Black Messiah, man, check it out. Really awesome movie. Uh, Daniel uh, Kugler, uh, that, ma- that man is a... Uh, is a star. Lakeith Stanfield, he a little nutty, but he can act his behind off. It's a really good movie right there, man. So, you know, and I think we all need to uh, take a little uh, advice and and take uh, a little something from uh, Fred Hampton, man. You know, the the fact that this guy, you know what I'm saying, through his lifetime, we're trying to bring people together, you know, and for those that probably, I, I won't tell you about the movie, but look, there are a lot of people that don't want to see us get along, right? There's a lot of people that have an agenda of us not getting along. And I want us to keep that in mind, right? I see people talking about, you know, racism and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? And there's racism in this world. There are people that are not going to like you because of the color of your skin, the tax bracket that you in. Uh, you know what I'm saying, the way, the, the area that you grew up in. But i tell you what, man. If we all just take the same type of energy that we have to hate towards each other, to show love, this world would be a better place. It would be a stronger place. 
and they wouldn't be ready for us, man. Like, I want to I want to give people this example. Look, I ain't trying to get all political and stuff like that, but I, I want you to keep this in mind. Right. A couple weeks ago, AMC uh, and GameStop. Right. There was there was this huge uh, stock uh, blow up. Right. People were investing in this in this stock. They were investing in GameStop. They were investing in AMC and people was making a hell of a lot of money. Right. Your average Joe blows, you know what I'm saying? Your Burger King workers, your McDonald workers, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the people, your nine to fivers out there was making a lot of money. And what did they do? They shut it down. You know what I'm saying? Like these, these, these shareholding uh, app, you know what I'm saying? App companies, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that allow people to, to buy and sell stock. They shut it down because they weren't ready for that energy, man. They weren't ready for the poor and disenfranchised to enter their world. They ain't ready for us to align together. You know what I'm saying? And realize, you know what I'm saying? What they trying to do, because what happened, man, it was a guy who leaked it out and said, man, y'all need to invest in this stock. And you know what I'm saying? And it didn't matter what color you was. Everybody got together and like, man, look, we about to make this bread. And they didn't like that. When we're getting along and we showing love for each other, man, they don't like that. They don't like it. So keep that in mind, man. You know what I'm saying? So back to what I said about Fred Hampton. He was doing something that they didn't want to see. When you showing love to somebody that don't look like you, you know what I'm saying? When you when you just not buying into, you know what I'm saying, the, the propaganda machine, you know what I'm saying? Like, this world would be a much better place, straight up. So we'll get back to the football. TJ, do you think once Breeze is going to NFL may actually treat the Saints fairly? Uh, I have to say, man, look, there, there are so many games, there are so many games I we can talk about the referees, but I must say, man, that the, the divisional round game was not the game to criticize the referees. They pretty much called that game pretty. Uh, I, I would have to say, man, if, if I was a Tampa Bay fan, I would have thought that they were trying to get the Saints to win. Because some of the plays. There was not pass interference. Uh, there was no holding calls, but the Saints were getting the majority of those penalties. The Saints just couldn't execute. I mean, Tampa was just in a grill. You know what I'm saying? They made better plays, and the Saints made a whole lot of mistakes. That wasn't the game for that. Now, do I feel like they have a personal vendetta against the New Orleans Saints? Well, I think you all know how I feel about that. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, wholeheartedly. But at the end of the day, uh, that wasn't the game. That was not the game to do. I wore my bag proud before Drew. And so whatever comes after Drew, I'm ready. Well, I, I ain't bringing back the bag no more. You know what I'm saying? I ain't bringing back the bag. First off, man, who? what grocery store still giving out paper bags? Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, what what, <laughs> what store, you know? Uh, well, there's a Publix, you know what I'm saying, down here in South Carolina. They, they, actually, they still ask your paper or plastic, but not many stores that gonna give you a swagman paper bag, you know what I'm saying? And and then if it do it, it don't have the same quality. They don't make them like they used to no more. You remember like when your when your grandma or your mama used to put ammonia or bleach on the floor, used to put a cap full up in there, have the whole house smelling like bleach. Now it's like you have to put about three, four capfuls on the floor before you even get a smelling. It's the quality of it, man. I don't think you can get a, a quality swagman bag. I mean, the bag was thick. 
I mean, you can put about 12 items in there. You know what I'm saying? And, and most of them can be canned goods. And it's still one breakthrough. Okay? I can just pull a bag over my head. I ain't even have to worry about the size ripping. You know what I'm saying? And I had myself a classic Saints bag. They don't make them like that no more, man. What happened to them days? You know what I mean? You remember when you, your, your mama used to put that ammonia on the floor? And you like, ah, yo. You know what I'm saying? Your eyes watering, you open it up the window. You know what I'm saying? You stick your head out trying to get the air to hit your eyes. Your eyes red like you've been smoking a pound of kush. What happened in them days? Now everything all watered down, man. You know, like it's just watered down. You know, you go to the go to the bar. You know, they used to they used to pull you up. Now, now if you go to the bar, now they give you more soda than than liquor. What what happened in them days, man? People people are so stingy these days. What happened to them days? I sound like I sound like a fifty year old man sitting on my porch. <laughs> but it's true, man. It's true. Like they don't they don't make things the way they used to. Uh, no way Drew gonna retire this year. Uh, he negotiated the contract. He played with a broke in a real case. Thomas was hurt and throwing three interceptions in the last game and a loss. He'll be back, y'all. Let's go. Ah. Ah. Um. All I gotta say about that. Is- Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Nah, man, it's time for Drew to go, bro. I'm sorry, man. And, you know, like, look, <laughs> you, you go 13 and three, you go 13 and three, you go 12 and four, you got 11 fractured ribs, you got a collapsed lung, you're dealing with a rotator cuff, man. Look, your kids need you, all right? They, they need you, you know, and they don't want you to be all broken down and stuff like that. And, I mean, this kid's still young. You know, you still got to go out there and watch those kids play, you know what I'm saying? You want to see them kids high school, college, you know what I'm saying? You still want to be able to throw around the football. So, look, you don't want to play until you just ain't got nothing no more. You know what I'm saying? Look, we don't, we don't need the undertaker that thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, undertaker just wrestled till he couldn't wrestle no more. You know what I'm saying? And he just, my goodness, you know what I'm saying? You just like, please, please, for the love of God, retire. Like, stop doing this to yourself. You know, I don't need drew Brees to go out like mick foley you know like I, I don't need that i don't need him to be mankind catholic jack you know like have something you know like you had a good career you done done it you know what i'm saying you done done it all it's not like you didn't win a super bowl or something you won one before and you bring it to a franchise that never won anything right that super bowl back in 2009 was like winning 12 Super Bowls to us because we never thought it was possible. You were a doggone lie if you thought that the New Orleans Saints in your lifetime was going to win the Super Bowl as bad as them teams were. Seriously. I was like, man, ain't no way I'm going to ever see the Saints win a Super Bowl. I'm still going to be a fan, but ain't no way I'm going to see that. So, I mean, what are you doing it for? For us? You know, like, why? You know, like, man, like, True, you done done enough, man. You can sit down. Yeah, I get it, man. You still got that itch. You still want to play. But there's so many other ways that you can contribute to football. And I'm looking forward to seeing his life after football, man. I think Drew can be a – I think Drew can do a lot of things. It wouldn't even surprise me if Drew end up being a mayor of New Orleans or the governor of New Orleans – I mean, Louisiana, the governor of Louisiana. Wouldn't surprise me at all, man. He's a smart guy. 
He's a businessman. He he's very strategic. He already got a contract with NBC. You know, and you you got over a hundred million dollars in the bank. Probably more than that because of all the business venture from walk-ons to Jimmy Johns. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, you 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 buying diamonds and stuff like that. You got to settle out in court, man. You good? You good, man? Then you got then you played a lot of football. And your kids still young. You still have opportunity to spend time with them and watch them grow up and see what become of them. You know, so yeah. Seven one one here in Hawaii. What's going on, man? Appreciate you. All the way from the Aloha State. It's twenty twenty one. We going we going with COVID face masks, not paper bags. <laughs> look, man. Look, I, I ain't wrecking no paper bags no more. TJ uh have to go to the mom and pop store for the brown uh bags. Yeah, man. Look, they sell them at Costco, Sam's Club, you know, like, but still, like I said, the quality is not the same. They not, man. Y'all know what it is, man. Who from New Orleans up in here? Who remember Swagman's, Roberts? Who remember Dale Shamps? You know what I'm saying? Who, who remember them stores, man? I, I know I ain't the only one up in here. I know I got some New Orleans folk up in here. We not just same fan. We from New Orleans, Louisiana too, man. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about, man. Y'all know about them paper bags. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all know about the paper bag for the corner store, but we gonna leave it. We gonna leave it at that. <laughs> but I'm talking about Saints paper bags, man. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> Brady already owns the records. He's ahead in touchdown passes, and he's soon on the record for all-time regular season passing yards. Oh, well. Oh, well. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I want Chase Brady. Like, nah, bro. Nah. Run your race. Breeze was good, but his time is now. Uh, Yeah, I think it's about that time. Undertaker and Goldberg. Exactly. That's, that, hey, not going to lie to you. Brady versus Breeze in that playoff <laughs> looked like undertaking Goldberg. <laughs> it was them def- it was them defenses that was uh putting them boys out there. Drew can only do harm to his legacy from here, just retire. Yep. Like, cause think think about this though. Think think about this. Unless he won a Super Bowl, that's the only thing that can salvage that. If they get put out in the playoff again, it just gets worse and worse and worse. He renegotiated contract, tell y'all he made up his mind. Exactly. It's Winston time. <laughs> Cigarette? I'm just playing. <laughs> Can't find them another Deacons. <laughs> yeah, man, it's time to move on, man. It's time to move on. I love Drew. I mean, like I said, I just don't understand the the, the, the true slander out there from these Saints fans. Uh, the records are, are valuable. Uh, yeah, valuable. He can't just let Brady run away with so many major statistical records because more records Brady gets, the more uh, unanimously of the goal he – look, look, that, that race is already over. I'm sorry. Like, you know what I'm saying? Drew is a – you know what I'm saying? Drew is a GOAT in the mind of Saints fan. But Tom Brady, you know what I'm saying, of, I, I, I hate to say it like this, but – you can arguably say he's the greatest quarterback of all time. The only reason, like, I don't concede to that is because you got to look at errors. You got to look at the way that the game is structured. 
But I will say of this generation, of the last, da, 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 I would say if I'm talking throughout my lifetime, okay, throughout my lifetime, because I was born in 1986 and, and, John, uh, and Joe Montana, you know what I'm saying, was winning in the 80s, okay? So from my lifetime, as far as I can remember, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, right? If you're looking at how the game is structured, right? And Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback of his era, right? Because the, the rules were, were, were structured differently. So I can't just concede because I, I, I can't say that who's the greatest. It's like saying who the greatest out of Jordan and LeBron. Like it's two different eras. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? The NBA isn't as rough and tough and they, they the rules are more lax. You know what I'm saying? We're, you know what I'm saying? We're are, are, are more like enforced now, right? And then in Jordan days, man, you getting elbowed, you know what I'm saying? All these different other things happening to you. So, look, I, I don't believe in just an undisputed GOAT. I, I believe in GOATs of errors. And, and Tom Brady is the GOAT of his era, bar none. So, Wrecker's not going to do anything unless Drew Brees just go out here and just sprout off uh, six straight Super Bowls of uh, four Super Bowls. If, if if Drew Brees won three Super Bowls, then or if he, you know what I'm saying, or even four or something like that, then he can be in that conversation, right? Because then you can start making arguments about Adam Vinatieri and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, when you go and you and you take a snake bitten franchise that haven't been to the playoffs since 2007, and you go on a team, and even though they put all these pieces around you. You still have to perform with these pieces and you take them to the Super Bowl. Hard for me to say that you're not the greatest quarterback of all time. Drew don't need to go out like I did. <laughs> Mark Calloway, thank you very much for the $2. Uh, top of the evening, TJ. Yeah, what's going on, man? Uh, Damien says, you're right, TJ. Everything watered down now, even sports. The NBA just don't play no defense at all now. You can't even touch a player now in sports without it being a foul, uh, flag, or penalty. Well, people understand the type of world that we in now. You know, the world is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, man, look, stop wasting my time. Hey, I need it right here. I need it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they know the type of world that we in. Like, you can go home back in the days in the 60s and 70s and watch a football game and a game in street to nothing, and you like, man, I'm glad my team won. These days – a game in three to nothing, man, you sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, let me turn this game off. And it can be your favorite team. Like, man, let me get up out of here. Like, game boring. You know what I'm saying? Because they understand that. So that's why they lack these rules. Because they know that people' attention spans are bad. Like, I, I like to use wrestling analogies. Y'all know I'm a wrestling fan. It's like back in the day, like in world-class championship wrestling, AWA, Ric Flair have a headlock on, on Magnum TA for about five minutes on the ground. <laughs> and the crowd would be just as invested as it was if a uh, ricochet or modern day wrestler hits a shooting star press or a 630, which is a, a, a double roll front flip. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it is, you know, I, it's different. You know, it's like they, they, you got to make these rule changes. If not, then people are not going to buy into your product anymore. They're going to be like, what else is on? People's attention spans not, aren't what they used to be. Bang says, I personally feel like Drew's competitive nature brings him back. Brady tweets are triggering him. Uh, thank you very much for the 499. 
I appreciate that. Look, he is extremely competitive, but like I said, unless the Saints win the Super Bowl, nah. And then on top of that, man, I hit man. Look, I'm about, this is gonna sound controversial, but I, I'm gonna have to go ahead and say it. If I'm if I'm the GM of the New Orleans Saints, I'm not bringing Drew back. I'm not. I'm not, man. Like. I love Drew Wood. It makes him any different between any all-time great. Uh, Peyton Manning, Brett Ford, Joe Montana, and, yes, Tom Brady. Like, all those guys left the team. You know what I'm saying? Those guys, like, built, you know what I'm saying, built those franchises. You know what I'm saying? Those, those franchises, those fan bases were built on the back of those guys. So what makes Drew Brees any different? I, I'm just being serious, man. What makes Drew Brees any different? Because we love him. We're always going to love him. But sometimes, man, you just got to draw a line and be like, hey, man, look, check this out. We got to figure this thing out, man. We we got so many people that we need to sign. There's so many decisions that we need to make. Don't know how, how long we're going to be able to keep this thing going, you know what I'm saying, before we really have to use the word rebuild. If it was me. I'm not bringing Drew Brett back as a, as a GM. I'm not bringing him back because you got to ask yourself the question, right? You got to ask yourself that question, man. Like, can I win a championship with this guy? You know what I'm saying? Is, is he legitimately holding the team back from reaching his full potential? Because now you got to start looking at guys, man. You got Michael Thomas being called slant boy because – all he mostly can run is slant because Drew Brees throws a lot of intermediate passes. You got a guy that can get behind the defense in Emmanuel Sanders who has really good hands and very, very, very underrated as a receiver. You got uh, you know, Deontay Harris who can actually get behind people and be a playmaker. You even got Traquan Smith, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got like. Traquan Smith, like, you can really look and be like, man, I think the Saints got something with him. You have to ask yourself the question, like, is he, you know what I'm saying? Yes, he's productive, but is he stopping these other guys from reaching their full potential? And as a player, man, look, we can talk about love and holding hands and saying kumbaya and bring out the smoke, you know what I'm saying, inside the locker room after a win, but hey, bro, I got to feed my family. And if I ain't out here putting up the numbers. I can't get that Skrilla. You know what I'm saying? And it's not that I can't get the ball. I can't get downfield and make these spectacular catches. It's the fact that they're not getting, giving them, giving me the ball. They're not getting to me to make these plays. So if it was me, man, as if I was the general manager, I'm, I'm, I am not. I'm not bringing Drew Brett um, back. I'm, I'm not, man. I'm sorry. It is what it is. I am not bringing Drew Brees back to the New Orleans Saints. Seriously, man. Drew Brees has played a solid postseason, or hasn't played a solid postseason game since 2017. Minneapolis Miracle. He ain't even played a solid game there. You got to remember, man, the Saints were trailing that game. Drew Brees threw what, about two interceptions in that game. The, the Saints were trailing because of, because of him. He brought them back, but uh, he didn't he didn't play solid. I'm trying to remember. Man, I, I got I to think about this. I got to think about this. You got to go back. 
you gotta go back 49ers 49ers game maybe whether you just seen like Drew Brees was out there just balling out like uh, you gotta go back to that game like Drew Brees plays like very 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 pedestrian like in a playoff like I there, there's not many games that stand out in my mind that Drew Brees was just the best quarterback on the field in the playoffs. The Saints won the games. I think the best game Drew Brees ever played in the postseason was the Super Bowl. You know, in my opinion, I guess you can, you know, you can throw in that Arizona Cardinals game, you know, and, you know, I mean, in that defense, you know, the defense is going to stop nobody in that Minnesota-New Orleans game, NFC Championship, but. I have to say that Super Bowl game, probably the best postseason game this, uh, Drew Brees ever played. I, I can't remember like just a lights out performance by Drew Brees in the postseason. I, I can't. Same here, TJ. Uh, if I was a St. GM, same scenario. Yeah, I have to let him go. I have to let him go. Uh, drove back to New, uh, New Orleans Saints is bad for business, is bad for the team, bad for the organization. Yeah, man, we love Drew, but that, that's not a good business move, man. That's a that that's an emotional move. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, that's our guy. Bree should come back to be an extra coach for Winston and whoever they draft as quarterback, if anything. But Casey, look, here's the thing. Here's the here's the here's the thing. Uh, coaching your son flag football team is one thing. Coaching the NFL team is another. Okay, just just because. You can go out there and tell your son 56 wide banana, you know what I'm saying, on two. And that might be successful, you know what I'm saying, because you're dealing with some kids that probably don't understand the X's and the O's. It's different but when you go in the NFL and, and want them, you know what I'm saying, to run plays and execute things. And you may see things differently. And also, you know, I mean, not many greats end up being great coaches. TJ too young to remember Miss uh, wrestling with the junkyard dog and Dusty Rose. Man, you, you got man, you crazy. <laughs> you don't think I remember Dusty Rose? Hard times, baby. Nah, baby, that that right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, I remember Dusty Rose. Now I remember the junkyard dog. That, I remember those guys. <laughs> man, the man of the hour. <laughs> too sweet to be sour. Man, what you talking about, man? The son of a plumber. Dude, the common man, Dusty Rose. Rest in peace, man. There's only one Dusty Rose, baby. There's only one Dusty Rose, baby. I love Breeze, but I agree. Some senior citizen, Ma Walker, thank you very much for the $2, says we thought we was pedestrian, but Drew got us beat. <laughs> Thank you very much for some senior citizen, Maul Walker. I appreciate that. Uh, Hunter uh, says, honestly, if Teddy Bridgewater become available, I hope they bring him back. He knows the system and has chemistry with our team. Hunter wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, I just feel like Carolina coaching staff is different, and uh, they, they just don't know how to use him, man. Sean has a way of getting the best out of, out of average. Like – even even when when McCown was here, I don't know if y'all remember that game when Drew Brees was out. He missed one game with an oblique injury, and and McCown played against the Carolina Panthers. Like it came down to the very end. McCown had three hundred yards in that game, and I mean Josh Norman probably made the interception that got him paid in that game. You know, 
when McCown tried to throw the ball in the back and end zone to Brandon Cooks, and what a heck of an interception by Josh Norman. But McCown had 300 yards. So anybody that came in after Drew Brees always man, played pretty good. Even Mark Brudel, week 17, you know, when the same went on that Super Bowl, <laughs> he didn't play half bad against Carolina. So, I mean, dude, you know, like – Sean Payton has a way of getting the best out of a lot of people. Uh, the Saints should draft a quarterback in the first round. Why not? Look at who the Chargers found. The Saints have too much talent to let it go to waste. Oh, whoa, 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 James. Wait, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. What the Chargers found? First off, look, here's the thing. Justin Herbert was the best quarterback in the NFL draft. And, and, and honestly, I can remember Justin Herbert – if he would have came out his junior year, they said he would have been the first pick overall. He would have been the number one pick. He decided to go back to Eugene, go back to Oregon to play in his senior year. He was uh, from Eugene. He was born and raised there, never left there. And the only thing that they had, the only knock they had on Justin Herbert was his leadership skills because he kind of a cool head Luke, man. If you ever just see this guy, he he has like a, a Eli Manning type demeanor. You know what I'm saying? He don't have that all shucks face or anything like that or that dead face that you know what I'm saying that Eli Manning has but Justin Herbert is just cool head Luke yeah and I know y'all saw that on Monday Night Football so his his talent his intangibles were never in question it was the fact that can he be a leader dude is a beast and uh I know everybody's trying to praise Patrick Mahomes and all that and it's justifiably so dude is really good but there are going to be some really good football games between Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes in the foreseeable future, especially when the Kansas City Chiefs start dealing with cap issues like most teams are. You know, when you got to start paying people like a Harmon and, and you got to start paying Hartman, you know what I'm saying, and, and paying, you know, you know, people like Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill and, and, and Clyde was there, like you're you going to see some. Those guys going to be battling it out. Like, you're going to see some 35, 40-point games from those two guys. And especially Joe Lombardi out there right now, too. He can bring a little bit of some of the Saints philosophy to Los Angeles. My goodness. I'm looking forward to those games. A young Justin Herbert and a young Patrick Mahomes. Like, that. that's it. Pending any injuries and hopefully that Justin Herbert gets a coach that can lead him in the right direction. We might be seeing like the the next generation of Brady and Manning. Straight up, those, those two guys are, are man. Justin Justin Herbert is like that dude is unconscious. Like fourth quarter, Marshawn Lattimore on Mike Williams. Everybody in the stadium know that Mike Williams about to get this football, and you throw it anyway. And get it there. That dude won my respect on that play. When everybody in the, when everybody in the building knew that a, that one-on-one matchup was going to be the deciding factor. And honestly, the Saints should have lost that game. That field goal kicker just shanked that field goal. Justin Herbert, he, he won my respect. 
Ghostface Griller, thank you very much for the $2 says, I've been carjacking old people as they leave church. Um, I'm pretty sure that's not Ghostface Griller, but thank you very much for the $2. I appreciate that. <laughs> Damien says, do that Dusty Rose impression again. Hot times, baby. It's, it's the Mecca GM of <laughs> Dusty Rose, baby. <laughs> Everybody, I think everybody can do a Dusty Rose impression. The American Dream. And with my sweet little sapphire, baby. Glenn, Glenn Breeland says, uh, Breeze has cost at least two, maybe three trips to the Super Bowl. You bring him back, you're worst off again. His postseason games have not been up to standards to win a Super Bowl. Goodbye, Breeze. Um, I, I, have to, I have to agree with that. I have to agree with it. You got to do what's best for your organization. Last time a, a quarterback threw four touchdowns, four picks was Big Ben, and he lost 48-37 to the Browns, but got whooped uh, because of Ben's turnovers. Yeah, man, it's hard to get over those turnovers. You know, everybody can't be as lucky as Rex Grossman was back in the day <laughs> when Dennis Green, uh, Denny Green made the famous speech, the Bears are who we thought they were. When the Bears had six turnovers in that game, uh, and they still won. Yeah. Everybody can't be so lucky. Everybody can't be Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman was terrible, and he still went to the Super Bowl because they had one heck of a defense. Uh, I can't stand not moving the ball consistently and then punting so often. It's basically turnovers anyways. Cajunomics, that's true. Chemo giving a shot to the OG. Ghostface is laughing at his donation. <laughs> Give a shout out to Kibo. <laughs> Cajunomics says Brady tried uh, to throw three interceptions against us. Then he threw like three in Green Bay. Well, like I said, it's the defense that made the stops. Just like with the Chicago Bears when Rex Grossman threw all those interceptions, but the defense was out there making stops. And also, um, where Brady was throwing those interceptions, I mean, it, it, it was like. Green Bay had to drive the whole field versus only having to get 20 yards for a touchdown. Herbert was a serious surprise. Maybe so maybe to some people, but not to me. I knew he was going to be good. Like I, I knew I knew that dude was going to be good. You know, it, it just today they just feel like quarterbacks got to be rah-rah and they they want the guy to command the huddle. But I don't care if you're quiet as a church mouse. If you go out there and you deliver them dimes, dudes going to follow you. Man, dudes will follow you anywhere you go. They'll run through a wall for you. That Man, that dude is special, man. That, that, dude, that dude is going to be special. If he get the right coaches, it's been like, that man, it, it's that, that one guy. I want to say he played Denver, right? And I think they end up losing on the last play of the game. He threw the ball, man, he threw a dime to the receiver, but the receiver didn't come down and bounce. Justin Herbert has some has a really good arm. He got he got some really good arm talent. Really good arm talent. Justin Herbert, thank you very much for the $2. Says I'm not even conscious most of the time. I, I look, I don't know if you are, but you be unconscious on that field in the fourth quarter, my friend. Make you talk funky like a monkey. <laughs> Drop them bowls. 
R.I.P. Dusty Road. Time to drop these bows like Dusty Road. Then I say ho. And kicking them off their feet like a sudden player's supposed to do. Man, shout out to Outcast. Reggie Bush or Alvin Kamara? Alvin Kamara. Uh, what was Dusty Rose saying? Oh, <laughs> I wind and dine with kings and queens. <laughs> and I slept in the alley dining on Pogan and Bean. <laughs> Yeah, man. He winded down with kings and queens and he slept in the alley dining on pork and beans. There's only one Dusty Rose, man. You're right about Coach. I love his arrogance, but sometimes I hate it. Yeah. God, some some of the things that make you laugh make you cry sometimes. TJ, I'm kind of frustrated with Drew Brees. His arm talent just isn't there. I truly think that Jameis Winston has the potential to be better than Drew Brees. He's just naturally more talented. Super Bowl two. Well, well, hold up, slow, slow, yeah, bro. Okay, let's let's okay, let's examine this real quick. Now, does he have the tools? Yes. Uh, can those tools take him to higher heights? Yes. If he utilized those tools and in the right situation, can he be better than Drew Brees? Who knows? You know. A lot of the things it was, you know, a lot of the things that made Drew Brees great wasn't arm talent. If Drew Brees actually have, had arm talent, then we might be talking about one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But Drew Brees was just, he was just so methodical, man, and, and strategic. And he, he, man, he just was so accurate. You know, he can put the ball where it needs to be. He can see the field. He, he knows what guys are going to do before they do it. He a student of the game. And sometimes guys can have all the talent in the world, but if you're not, you're not a workout warrior, you're not a classroom warrior, you're not going to live up to your potential. So it remains to be seen, but he does have all, all everything that he has is better than Drew Brees for the exception of accuracy. What, what will he do with it remains to be seen. Brady had three uh, punt, punt receptions versus Green Bay. Yep. That, that, that's true a lot and, and a lot of the passes that he was throwing was kind of you know like he wanted to take kill shots and i think he realized it you know i think he realized that like I, if i threw this interception then you know i mean i'm pretty sure he won't throw interceptions but he was going for the kill shot on two of those drives robo smith says drew does not uh need to leave one year too late i love him but it's time for nbc yeah you know, cue the music. <laughs> I'll be ripping him as a certified fart legend. <laughs> I never understood the reason for wide receiver screens. Uh, we ran those uh, constantly and never worked. I never seen a successful wide receiver screen in my entire life. I've seen a few, I've seen a few, but it, it's it's about it's about containment, man. On the outside, you got to have some really, you have to have some good blocking receivers in order for it to work, right? Because the guy's catching the ball most of the time behind the line of scrimmage and is it, set, you know, it's setting uh, the wide receivers up to try to get, you know, saying to get their hands on the defender in order for you to, you know, you know, create lanes for you to get through. So one guy don't block, it's not gonna work. It, it has to be, it has to work to perfection in order for you to get more than a few yards. Don't count out Joe Burrow. 
Oh, I'm not counting out Joe Burrow. Uh, not at all. Uh, but I'm just saying, from what I've seen, Justin Herbert is, is certified. And I'm just looking at the AFC West here, Kenny. You know, the fact that Kansas City and the Chargers play in the same division. And those are two young quarterbacks right there. So you're going to see each other twice a year. So that can be that Brady-Manning type rivalry. You know, Brady and Manning play each other every year because they both were in the AFC. But now you have two guys in the same division with great talent. Jermaine says, I've seen enough from Breeze. Time to move on. Justin says, go for a grill. I agree. I'll be the one that taught me how to fart at the snap. Uh, Justin, Justin Herbert. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Talk about him and he show up. Oh, snap. I'm late getting on. What's up? Who that nation? Hey, what's going on, Dietrich, man? Appreciate you stopping by. Marshawn Lattimore tweeted, he wanted to make Cleveland great. Damn Saints over. Uh, you read that the wrong way, man. <laughs> you read that the wrong way, man. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. What he's saying is he wants to bring legitimacy to Cleveland, Ohio, right? Because he's from there. Not the fact that he wants to go back to play for the Cleveland Browns. He's saying that he wants to put his city on a map by going out there, getting his shine on. Some people took that as if he tried to get signed uh, by Cleveland, which I can tell you that that's not the case. Right? He, he was he was referring to he was referring to him being from there. He from the Cleveland area. The common man. Y'all don't know about hard times, baby. <laughs> Shouts out to Cody Rhodes. Yeah, man, the executive at AEW, who signed the Big Show today. Yeah, for those that don't know, the Big Show and AEW now. Thought that was a shock. If the Saints were to sign a veteran uh, quarterback, which one would work out best, Marcus Mariota or Alex Smith? Uh, I would roll with Alex Smith. Uh, Alex Smith would be better. Marcus Mariota, uh, you know, Alex Smith, I mean, look, comeback player of the year, one of the most gruesome injuries I've ever seen. Almost lost his leg. Still was out there balling. He can play on my team any day. I don't care who it is. I don't, I don't care who the backup quarterback is. I pick Alex Smith, you know, over that. You know what I'm saying? Just because of his heart. You know, Alex Smith always have plays on my team. You know, I ain't saying he's going to be the backup, but he can be the backup backup. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can he can roll on my team. I'll roll, I'll roll three quarterbacks just to have a guy like that on my team. That's motivation, just walking into your locker room every day. Uh, T-Word says he has the potential if he can master Peyton's offense. Yeah, he stay focused. He stay focused and and, and lead a bull alone. I saw where O-line Cedio Calamante is a free agent. He could come back uh, to us to take Nick Easton place. Look, I think Nick Easton needs to take a year off from football. When you have multiple concussions like that, you're dealing with issues – we know too much right now about concussions with CTE and all this brain uh, brain trauma and everything like that. Nick Easton needs to worry about Nick Easton right now. I don't think Nick Easton needs to play any football. You know, it, this reminds me of the guy, the safety that had a lot of talent. His name was Damian Swain. Y'all probably remember him, man. The safety from Georgia. He would play in the games and, and do a really good job, man. But he had multiple concussions, man. He couldn't play football anymore. You know, so I'm, I'm always an advocate of guys when they have these multiple concussions for them to uh, 
you know, maybe take a year off, you know, and, uh, you know, get some tests done, get their mind right, and then come back. I think he's going to do the right thing. Hey, TJ, you think Ed's going to beat Roman Reigns? Um, no, I don't. I don't. Like, I just, I just, I just feel like uh, Roman Reigns is just too strong right now. If they, if they let Edge win, it's because of a feel good story. But I wouldn't. I remember see Justin Herbert for the first time playing the NFL and just knew he'd be something special. Yeah, he came, he came in because <laughs> the doctors of the Chargers end up screwing up Tyrod Taylor, man, end up puncturing his lung by trying to give him an injection shot because he had it a rib injury, which is a lawsuit waiting to happen. I hope they get Tyrod Taylor his money. Uh, but he ended up coming in the game, man. And, and he, I mean, he did not know he was going to play until maybe like two hours before that game started. And he went out there and balled out. And he played against the Chiefs. Keep that in mind now. He played against the Chiefs, the team that was representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. I feel like if Breeze didn't have that injury – uh, in, in uh, San Diego, that surgery, those the gadgets uh, in his shoulder, he would still have the cannon arm playing like Brady, 81,000 yards passing uh, his arms out of gas. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you're dealing with injuries and you had a rotator cuff injury, I don't know if it was to his throwing shoulder or not. Yeah. Injuries take a toll on you. You know, like over time, you have enough injuries, they're going to take a toll. Don't care who you are. Uh, Dane didn't know about the big show. Shocking news about the big show. Yeah, he and AEW. Check it out, man. I read the article just before I, I got on a, a show today. TJ, I think well, we next season we need to focus on our run game, run 75% of the time and let Jameis show his arm talent. Utilize deep threats a lot. Hopefully Chris Richard makes the defense get turnovers. Yeah, and also – Gives them a level of aggression I feel like Aaron Glenn didn't give. I think Aaron Glenn uh, kind of coddled the guys too much and gave these guys too much of a false sense of reality. Like you want the guys to play calm, but you also want these guys to go out there and be battling. And I, I, I think that these guys were hmm, a little up and down for me, you know, too up and down, too up and down. James says, uh, have you ever watched any CFL games? The receivers are allowed to move before the ball is snapped, but there are only three downs instead of four. Yeah, I watched a few uh, CFL games. They're exciting. Um, but ain't nothing like the NFL. Preach people being crazy, and I want a top five defense and some consistency on defense. Bring the heat every snap, uh, every single game. Well, the defense, you know, got better. You know, the defense always start off slow. And I think it has a lot to do with guys having to communicate with each other, right? And if you got a couple of new pieces, then it's going to take some time in order for the defense to gel. I think they did a good job. The defense, to me, definitely wasn't the main reason why the Saints lost that uh, divisional game. So, man, I remember when we had a, uh, close games, and the opposing team would throw up a Hail Mary and score. Man, my goodness. I'll never forget that Cleveland Browns Halloween game when Tim Couch threw that ball down the field, Hail Mary for the touchdown. Yeah, man, the Saints, Saints and broke our heart in so many different ways. This just didn't start four years ago, my friend. <laughs> some, for some of y'all, it probably started four years ago. But for me? 
Well, I can remember some heartbreaks. <laughs> but they say some 808s and heartbreak. <laughs> uh, how, TJ, how you feel about that 24-7 title? It's funny sometimes, but I really don't care for it. Well, it's a gimmick title, just so you can bring in uh, different celebrities and stuff like that. You know, I mean, we we tend to forget sometimes. Then The WWE is a business, uh, you know, and anytime they can break over, I mean, cross over the mainstream, they're they going to take advantage of that. And the fact that, you know, I really don't know nothing about this bad bunny guy, but I know he's a Puerto Rican superstar. So, you know, him having that title, you know, is putting a lot of eyes on the product. So Vince is about making money. So that's that's one avenue for him to get it. Uh, I think Winston, uh, Winston Jays, uh, okay, uh, what it takes. Uh, seeing his Tampa highlights. Uh, plays you think that he's getting sacked with the pressure he scrambles dodges old line and still completes the pass well that's where the fun happens when he breaks down uh you know Jameis Winston reminds me a lot of big Ben Roethlisberger in some ways you know not the fastest guy but the kind of shifty you know most of the plays that he makes are outside of the pocket uh TJ what do you think if Breeze comes back uh, 100% healthy with his rotator cup issue resolved, do you not think that he gives us the best chance for one more year? Uh, Drew Brees will always give you the best chance because he's been in the offense for the last 15 years. But the question is, can he get over the hump? Can Drew Brees get us to the Super Bowl? Can Drew Brees uh, deal with his uh, postseason uh, flaws? And the answer to that is... Hell no, to the no, 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 hell to the no. So I think it's time for him to move on. That was autocorrect, TJ. I meant to say not Jays. Okay. Yeah, but hopefully uh, Jameis Winston can get, get the job done. Right. And I just feel like Drew Brees, that's just too much of a hill for him to climb. Too many games in a season. Now you're about to add on an extra game. You know, I just think longevity is going to have an issue, you know, down the line. So that's the way I feel about it. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much for spending your day with yours truly. And uh, before I go, I want to let you all know that the show is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Look, uh, Manscaped.com is the place for all of your grooming needs, right? No matter what item that you're trying to get, rather it's razors, rather it's clippers, rather it's, you know, like different, you know, smell good items, deodorizers. They are the place for you. And uh, for those that are interested, uh, you go to Manscaped.com. Uh, you can purchase an item, no matter if the item is $6.99, $99.99. You can use the promo code State of Saints, and it will save you 20% off. So go to Manscaped.com, use the promo code State of Saints, and you will save 20% off. And you will really be helping the State of the Saints podcast uh, really appreciative for manscaped.com uh, for being a sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. We've come a long way, man, for us to have sponsorship. So want to keep these sponsorships rolling in, man. So it's going to really count on y'all and y'all support uh, when these, these different people come in. You know, I'm not one of those individuals that just want, you know, endorsements and stuff that I don't use, okay? Anything that I promote here on the show, um, you know, trust and believe I didn't use. And there's no hearsay over here because I wouldn't want 
to be selling somebody something that I wouldn't use. So check out, check it out, manscaped.com. Use the promo code State of Saints. Check out the items. I really do appreciate it. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com. Search the State of the Saints podcast. Facebook.com. Search the State of the Saints podcast. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. And for those that probably noticed that we were talking wrestling, some people are having wrestling questions. Uh, you can, you can, if you're a wrestling fan, you can bring those questions over to the TJ Knows Wrestling Podcast that's also available on YouTube, youtube.com. Search TJ Knows Wrestling. Uh, it's a weekly wrestling show. Uh, we focus on some of the biggest names in professional wrestling. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about Cactus Jack, a.k.a. Dude Love, a.k.a. Mag- Mankind, a.k.a. Mick Foley. We're going to be focusing on um, Mrs. Foley's baby boy on this edition of the TJ Knows Wrestling Podcast. And we're also going to be talking about uh, will Bobby Lashley become the new WWE champion on Monday Night Raw. So for all my wrestling fans out there, TJ Knows Wrestling on YouTube is the place to be. Till next time, Saints fans, all I got to say is, who that?